I'm turning to the book of Matthew, chapter 28, verse 19. I thank the musicians. You're all doing, singers are doing good. Brother Garrett, amen. I uh, am glad for my grandson-in-law. But you know, you love them, and they really become grandsons or sons, not in-laws. Amen. You just better hope you're never outlaw. Amen. God bless you. Matthew 28, 19. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. It was interesting to read an article that uh, in one of the earlier translations that is in the Library of Congress records this scripture as in my name. Same incident is report, recorded in another gospel that says in my name. I'm glad I know who the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost is. Teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. One Greek translation says, And lo, I am with you always, even unto the consummation of the age. That's what we're approaching. You wonder what's going on? There's an age change and a dispensational change taking place. Anybody with me? Praise God. Elder, will you pray? Amen. You may be seated. I mentioned this before. but I think it was two years ago at the conference and camp, uh, two well-known preachers spoke a word of the Lord to me individually. And uh, I was expecting, Brother Greg, some great revelation, you know, something like, you're five foot six, but in the eyes of the Lord, you're six foot. I'm joking, of course. But uh, amazingly, they both said the same thing. One did not have anything to do with the other. One, two different situations, two different meetings. But uh, they both said, the Lord is with you. And I thought, you know, I'm a little disappointed. I already knew that. I thought they would speak something a little more pronounced, a little more personal. And uh, to my great regret and repentance over that feeling, I have come to appreciate that they were right on the money. Amen. That 
when the Lord is with you. This scripture I've read into your hearing is near the end of the earthly ministry of Jesus. He's telling them to go make disciples. Amen. And uh, baptizing them in the name. Then he tells them to teach the people are to observe whatsoever things that the Lord has commanded. You know, uh, we seem to live in the day that people are trying to get out of what the Lord commanded rather than obey it. Amen. I want to please Him. But then the very powerful statement, and lo, I am with you, Always, even unto the end of the world. As I said, one Greek uh, interpretation says, to the consummation of the age. Now, I want you to comprehend with me that we are living in a different day. I've had the Holy Ghost uh, May 10th, no, May 20th. It will be 60 years. And I have never seen anything like I am seeing, both spiritually and naturally. Amen. It is COVID. It is things that we never thought. I know that the purpose of God is being fulfilled. The prophetic utterance of the Lord and the prophets and the apostles. Is coming true. If you notice, I covered all the ages. The prophets, Jesus, and the apostles is coming true. Amen. I am uh, entitling this cautious but not fearful. I really am going to take a little bit of time here because I want to preach where we are. And what to expect. Because there are great changes even more ahead. If the Word of God is true, there are things going to take place that are going to amaze us. But the Lord said, I want you to really get this. I feel like going down to J.J. making him turn his head and yell it in his ear. And because Michaela smiled when I'm through with him, I'll start with her. Really want you to see something. Lo, I am with you always. I don't think we comprehend the power of what the Lord is saying. Sister Darlene Bertram, I want to tell you something. He was talking to you. Brother Howlett, Jesus was talking to you. He was talking to you, Sister Laura. Say to my wife, the Lord was talking to you. He's talking about the people at the end of the age. That lo, I am with you always. That lo is not a measurement. 
I heard somebody say, well, if you get in the plane, pray that it doesn't go very high because if it goes low, the Lord's with you always. It's got nothing to do with it. Amen. I want to tell you something. We are not a defeated people. I think somebody heard me, but not everybody. We are not a defeated people. We are a victorious people. And I don't think we understand the victories that are ahead. Oh my God, I feel this. I don't think we understand. We cannot, and I have, Sister Laura, I'll confess to you, I have thought of the days ahead with fear. Amen. I'm about to break another pair of glasses. They're so expensive from the dollar store and from Ollie's. Man, lo, I am with you always. And he characterizes, specifies, and reveals that he's with the people of the last. I am with you even unto the end of the world. God is speaking to us. Hallelujah. I feel like God... tried to talk talking to Sister Danita and somebody else, and I can't remember who it was. I mentioned what the Lord was showing me. And, of course, it was with no anointing, and she gave me that blank Robert's look. Like, okay. And I thought, dear God, i got to preach under the anointing. i got to get through to her some way. I'm teasing, of course. I am with you even unto the end of the world. God in His church is not less powerful today at the end of the age any more than He was in the beginning of the age. He is not limited. I don't care how loud Washington screams. They're not in control. They can approve whatever they want to approve, but the Word of God is settled in heaven and it's not affected and cannot be changed. Oh, hallelujah. I want you to raise your hand. I want you to get a little bit excited and say He promised He'd be with me even now. Oh, my Lord, do you feel the Holy Ghost? Amen. The Lord began to deal with me. And I've asked Brother Larry, I just wanted to to give you two examples. Brother Larry's reading from the book of Daniel 3, verse 14 through 18. Nebuchadnezzar spake and said unto them, Is it true, O Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? Do not ye serve my gods, nor worship the golden image which I have set up. Now if ye be ready, that at what time you hear the sound of the cornet, flute, harp, sackbut, psaltery, and dulcimer, and all kinds of music, ye fall down and worship the image which I have made well. But if you worship not, you shall be cast the same hour into the midst of the burning, fiery furnace. And who is that God? that shall deliver you out of my hands. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said to the king, 
O Nebuchadnezzar, we are not careful to answer thee in this matter. In other words, they're saying we don't even have to think about it. If it be so, our God, whom we serve, is able to deliver us from the burning, fiery furnace, and he will deliver us out of thine hand, O king. But if not, be it known unto thee, O king, that we will not serve thy gods, nor worship the golden image which thou hast set up. Now, I want to preach to you a great fact here. Amen. The government said, I'm hoping this will settle in in a minute. The government said, you're going to worship our gods. You're going to do it our way. You're going to, we don't care what the scripture says or what the law says. We're going to tell you how to do it, and you're going to do it. And the children of God said, oh, that's what you think. We're going to obey our God. And our God is able to deliver us from the fiery furnace. But if not, that's okay. We'll serve Him anyway. I'm hoping, J.J., Garrett, all you guys on the young row of the first row, you better get with me because the girls behind, I don't know. Look at this. If the government had not made that proclamation, there would have been no miracle of the fiery furnace. I want you to stay with me here. There would have been no miracle in the fiery furnace. The government's declaration against God was an opportunity for the miraculous. It was a way for our God to show himself strong. The king said, hey, didn't we cast three in the fiery furnace? How is it I see four and the one is like the Son of God? But Brother Kenny, if the government hadn't made that ridiculous Proclamation, there'd been no fiery furnace. Brother, please read from the book of Daniel, 6th chapter, verse 3. All the presidents of the kingdom, the governors and the princes, the counselors and the captains have consulted together to establish a royal statute and to make a firm decree that whosoever shall ask a petition of any god or man for 30 days, save of you, O king, he shall be cast into the den of lions. Now, O king, establish the decree and sign the writing that it be not changed according to the law of the Medes and the Persians, which altereth not. Wherefore, King Darius signed the writing and the decree. Now, when Daniel knew that the writing was signed, he went into his house, and his windows being opened in his chamber toward Jerusalem, he kneeled upon his knees three times a day and prayed and gave thanks before his God as he did aforetime. You know, one of the worst things the government can do is forbid the church to pray because all that does is just fan the fire of prayer in the church. The government said, you're either going to worship what I've built, the image I've got, or you're going to go in the lion's den. Daniel was not afraid to answer. Amen. 
And you know the story, how the angels shut the mouth of the lions. Amen? But I want to tell you, if the government had not made its ridiculous decrees, there'd have been no lions then. There'd have been no miracle. There would have been no appearing of an angel to shut the mouth of the angel. I mean, shut the mouth of the lions. What are you saying, Pastor? I felt like the Lord spoke to me. And the Lord said, Lo, I'm with you always. I don't know what faces us. But I know they're not going to be pleased with us. I know they're not, oh, they're not excited of our stance on same-sex marriage and abortion and all these things. But I'm going to tell you, by the grace of God, we're going to obey the Lord rather than obey the government. But what about consequences may come? Well, I'm going to tell you what. Amen. The government is doing nothing. Oh, my God, I may shout. The government is doing nothing but opening the avenue of the miraculous. Because our God, I read to you in Matthew, He said He would be with us even unto the end of the age. <laughs> Hallelujah. Listen, you don't put men in a fiery furnace and God not be with them to protect them. I'm telling you, your government can say all it wants, but the lion's den is not an obstacle for our God. I'm telling you, if the Lord said He would be... Is anybody getting what I'm preaching? I don't know if we will face it, but I, my Lord, I do know one thing. Amen. He said He would be with us. The prophet prophesied of this day and said the children of God, or we know it as a church, would do exploits. I'm going to say the government, I'm not going to add them on, but I am going to say you can make a rule and you can make a law, but it's in my heart to obey the Lord God of heaven. Sister Pam, I'll be truthful with you. I thought of the days coming and I thought, you know, I'm fearful. You know, if they're going to go after our preachers, you know they're going to go after the short, pudgy ones. Hallelujah. But I'm here to tell you something. Amen. If the government had not made those decrees, there'd been no fiery furnace miracle. Come on, is anybody with me? If the government hadn't made the decrees, there'd been no lions then. I don't know what tomorrow holds, but I do know who holds tomorrow. And I do know that he said that I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. Amen. Whatever. It may be something. We may face some kind of lion's den or fiery furnace. But you better look out because God's going to appear. I want to say this. 
in a way you'll comprehend what I'm trying to say. The Lord only knows, Greybeard. I'm proud of him. He's my son in the gospel. I said Blackbeard was a pirate. He's Greybeard. But I want you to hear me. Are we willing to trust God even when we're put in positions that are difficult? But can we say, I know the Lord will go with me. I know the Lord will appear. All you young guys, if you're not spiritual right now, pray through because you're going to be embarrassed. Come up here with me. I'm telling you, the age that we're going into is a day of miracles. It is a day that God is going to show Himself strong. It is a day that God is going to reveal Himself. I think well, some of you ought to be spiritual enough to shout with me and say, Hallelujah! God will! God is! And God will! Hallelujah! Now I'd try to jump that high, but I'd fall over. But I want you to hear me. If the government had not made these decrees, now this is what I want you to hear. The Lord only knows how many times I have preached about the fiery furnace. The Lord only knows. The Lord only knows, Brother Larry, how many times I've preached about the lion's den. But what if the changes hadn't taken place? What if the government had? What are we? We need to open our eyes and open our hearts and say, God, you're not leading us into a place of darkness. You're leading us into a place of the miraculous. You're leading us into a place that the world may say one thing. These things are coming again, but I'm telling you, our God is God. Thank you, guys. Does anybody get what I'm preaching? I don't think we can afford to be fearful. We may be cautious how we handle, but I'm going to tell you, do you serve the God of the lion's den? Do you serve the God of the fiery furnace? Then I'm telling you, look out hell. God's about to prove himself strong in his church. Oh, God, I open myself to your will. I open myself to your purpose. I was praying back in the fall about the election. And I felt like the Lord spoke to me and say, said, you know the prophecy. 
certain things have got to take place. I've got to allow certain people to be in power for these things to, be, to be, take place. Changes. My purpose is going to be fulfilled. I want to say this with all spiritual authority. Our government now is making a big mistake and taking away its allegiance from Israel because God is going to fight for Israel. But these things have to be because all these, this is shout material, all these governments have to send their armies around Jerusalem. They've all got to be there. But the Lord is going to destroy them with the brightness of His coming. Does anybody get what I'm preaching? Don't be afraid. Be cautious. Lift up your eyes and realize God is ushering us in to a greater day of the miraculous than we've ever seen before. I don't believe the church can back up and preach sin's okay. But what is it going to cost you? I don't know. I honestly don't know. But I do know one thing. Matthew 28, 20 said, Lo, I'm with you always, even unto the end of the world. Can anybody... Let me say this, pronounce it clearly. The devil in the world is playing its hand right into the plan of God. But the plan of God for his church. Brother Kenny, I want you to hear, I want everybody to hear me in this place. I don't believe it's going to be long. And we're going to see Him as He is. And we're going to be changed to be like Him in a moment, in a twinkling of an eye. I thought if the fiery furnace and the lion's den had never taken place, I sure would have been lacking material to preach a lot of times. Hello? You know, that went over this section. I think got it. I think they're a little more spiritual than some of the others. The lion's den. This is what you've got to get. The lion's den and the fiery furnace were necessities to fulfill God's plan. God never meant or allowed them to destroy His people. He meant them to show the miraculous and put His glory on Daniel and His glory on Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Let me put it this way. I've got about six minutes. Don't you know that clock is probably 20 minutes fast? The king came. Hey, oh, Daniel. Was your God able to keep you? 
I like Daniel's reply. Oh, king, live forever. My God has sent his angel to shut the mouth of the lion. I think it's time we say, oh, world, understand, our God is... Our God is about to show His splendor. God is about to show His glory. God is about to show His power in the church. Don't be afraid! Stand with me. I know you were glad to hear that. Amen. Church, we need to bind together. We need to spiritually bind together as the body of Christ. I want our young people to know God's got plans for you. Don't be afraid. God's going to prove himself strong. I feel a spirit of prophecy, and I want to say, the Lord just spoke to me and said, I want to magnify myself in this youth group. I want to display my power and my glory. If they will just completely dedicate to me, I will keep them. It may not be a fiery furnace or a lion's den, but whatever it is, I'm going to be with them. Yeah. Brother Chad, I feel like coming back and taking your hand and say, the Lord is going to be with us. Brother Greg, the Lord's going to be with us. I hope I can say this right. I get so mad at my body because in my mind, I'm still 46. But sometimes when I'm in a restaurant and I sit too long and I go to get up and I go to walk, Brother Jim, it's not like it used to be. Amen. I have pains and aches and places in my body I didn't even know I had. This whole appendix deal was such a shock to me what COVID had done to my appendix. But I do know one thing. The Lord is with me. Oh, come on. I, I'm looking for somebody who'll step out in the aisle. Somebody who'll leave. Somebody who'll dance. Somebody who'll say, the Lord is with me. Lion's den, it doesn't matter. Fiery furnace, it doesn't matter. The Lord is with me. The Lord is with me. Oh, my Lord and my God. The Lord is with me. Don't be fearful. Because he's going with you. He's going to bring you out. This is the way I want to 
make this altar call. We are entering the greatest age of the miraculous the church has ever seen because He is with me. Will you come?